0: All right, and we're live on The Niche Agent, so today we've got a really special guest for you. It's actually outside of the real estate realm, but it definitely is going to help you guys out. So we got Chris Barr from Barr Direct. So Chris, why don't you tell, take a second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here.
1: Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Uh, well, my name is Chris Barr and uh, my background, I'm a marketing executive for an Inc. 5000 company uh, in the States. Uh, but. Uh, my true passion and um, really just kind of how I made my way through the marketing industry here uh, is in sales and more specifically uh, the copywriting side of, of sales and marketing. Uh, writing has always been my passion. Um, it's what I, you know, back in the day went to, went to college for and, and what I started off doing in the real world. And um, over the years, um, you know, I've really... Uh, I think I found, you know, kind of the best way uh, across all industries, not just realtors, but all industries, the best way to really communicate with people and get them to take an action. Um, Really, copywriting is all about to get someone uh, further down the sales funnel uh, to convert, whether that's, you know, filling out a form on your website, uh, giving you a call, you know, whatever that conversion looks like. And, um, you know, with copywriting, uh, kind of everything else is possible. You know, you're paying to get people to your website. You're paying to send out advertisements. Uh, you're, you're always paying uh, for your leads in one way or another. And copywriting is what speaks for you when you can't be there and what ultimately determines your return on investment.
0: Okay. So, I mean, for the listeners, just so they know, uh, you and I did a few projects uh, a, couple, a few months ago. You help me out with a couple of things. Great service. That's obviously why I'm having you on the show. So, uh, thank you. A lot of agents may not understand what copywriting is. So, just kind of in a short sum up, really quick of what, what's the easiest way for real estate agents to understand what copywriting is.
1: Yeah, so that's a really good point. So, so copywriting at the most basic level is a form of written communication. So, uh, here's a good way to put it: uh, everything that you read on the web, everything that you get in your mailbox all that text is the copywriting um, copy is just another word for text you know and that's that the copy is the term used in the creative industry uh, so so for example if you're having something designed like let's say you're having a, a postcard designed by a graphic designer well the design is referred to as the creative and the copy is what they call the text so if they say you know the creative's ready to go we need your copy they're referring to the text so uh, in a nutshell it's the written words that you use uh, on whatever medium you're advertising with uh, in this day and age uh, more often than not the copywriting refers to the work on your website your landing pages uh, or your email campaigns you know um, whatever you're putting out there to the world uh, you know to attract leads and, and potentially new clients um, so that's really the definition of copywriting
0: Great, yeah. Because I know sometimes a lot of people will think copywriting is um, where they see something where it says "copywritten," like "copyright," right? Where they say it's it's protected by something, and, and that's not actually what copywriting is in this sense.
1: No, no, no. Co- co- yeah, copywriting. You know, it's spelled W R I T I N G. Um, you know, so it's it's writing.
2: <laughs> so yeah. that
1: I'm glad you clarified that because I I get that question all the time and sometimes i uh, just been doing this for so long, I, I overlooked that, so it's a good point.
0: <laughs> so if someone was just getting started, they're getting their first website up, they're getting their emails done, what would you say is the most important thing for them in copywriting to understand?
1: Well, the most important thing is to get your message across in a way that drives in action. So, for example, if you want to, I'm just going to use an, an analogy from a different industry. Sure. If you want to sell a pizza, well, that's great. But why is someone going to get that pizza from you instead of from one of the other 20 pizzerias around your location? Maybe it's because you say, hey, if you order a pizza from me, we'll throw in free breadstick. Um, whereas if you're selling a home, uh, it's a different approach. Maybe to get the leads in, your copywriting would say, uh, you know, sign up on this form today and we'll give you a free home value report. Or we'll send you a, a free report on, you know, the comps in, in the local area. Um, or something to that effect. Uh, so usually it's it's a give and receive type situation, right. but um, there's a lot of different ways to do that. A lot of effective copy uh, is simply just uh, something that uh, produces a, a positive effect. Um, and I'll talk about th- that a little bit more in a second here, but um, uh, a lot of people respond to things that are positive, complimentary. You don't always have to give away the house. You can sometimes just do it. Uh, as they say, kill them with kindness, and yep. uh, that's a big part of what I, I do and what I believe in.
0: Okay. Now, in our industry, a lot of real estate agents have this image-based advertising, so it's all about them, it's their face, it's how awesome they are, how great they are. That's very contradictory to what copywriting is. So, can you tell us about like image-based advertising versus copywriting?
1: Yeah. So another great point, Ryan. Um, you know, realtors in general, uh, you know, they are personal brands. So, you know, you've got Coca-Cola, you've got Nike, and then you've got your local realtor. And that personal brand is so important to them because that's what drives the referrals. That's what, what makes people comfortable in contacting them. That's why people trust them, because they're an established personal brand. Right. And that's, that's huge. It's absolutely huge. You know, there's no reason you shouldn't do that as a realtor. Um, building your reputation and your brand is key. Um, where the copywriting comes in is how does that brand speak to people? So you may recognize your face. Um, you may know that you sell tons of homes in the area. But when someone's looking to sell or buy a home, what is going to make them uh, connect with that person as opposed to the other dozens of realtors that are out there? So the message that brand delivers, that's really where the copy comes in. It's delivering that message that that brand represents.
0: I uh, the other day I was in a Facebook group for real estate agents and we had a chat and people were talking about about branding and someone had said it doesn't matter what message you send out as long as you just keep sending it out and keep sending it keep sending it out and I very abruptly said I disagree because the words and the message does matter I mean the frequency does matter but what matters more is the message and the words matter because words can make a huge difference I mean, obviously that's what you do. So, I mean, can you t- talk to a bit about how important those words are and what you say and what you offer and how, how much of a difference that can make?
1: Yeah, that, that's a really interesting point. So a lot of people mistake one for the other. And what I mean by that is if you're sending out a message over and over again, which is the standard practice the realtors, you know, anything from three to eight impressions is kind of the norm. Yep. Uh depending on what type of offer or message it is. So here's the thing. If you're sending out a message that you know, either uh, has no impact in driving you know, uh, a return, even worse, delivers the wrong message right. or communicates the, the wrong thing, all you're doing is digging yourself into a deeper and deeper hole with each impression. Yep. Uh, eventually, Eventually, you become the message that everybody knows, and whether that's good or bad, um, you know, that is your reality from that point forward. Um, uh, going back to a a simple analogy, when you see, um, you know, a pizzeria that forever they're selling, you know, pizzas for $15. Well, as soon as they make that change where they drop their prices to $10, it's almost impossible to go back. Right. Once, once you, once you lower that standard, that's the new norm. And that's something that a lot of people don't pay enough attention to. They just think, oh, you know, I'm the best realtor, I, I can sell anything, I'm the best. You know, it, it's a lot of times it's very ego-driven, which comes along with the territory where you're building a personal brand. You know, you're invested in yourself, so there's an ego uh, aspect to that. And what people do is they, they forget the importance of communication and connections and the context of everything you do. So, when you do that, you know, sure, you may, you may say you, you can't, but what I'm saying is that that's not your, your goal. Your goal is to do as well as possible, communicate clearly, have clients that understand you and know what they're in for, um, and, and really, with all that, what differentiates yourself from all the other realtors. Right. So, uh, while multiple impressions are very, very important um, to grow your brand. Uh, Without the right message, what's the point?
0: Yep, absolutely. Now, one of the debates, again, in our industry is branded messaging versus unbranded. So myself, I lean more on the unbranded in the direct response marketing, education-based marketing, because, again, I feel people don't really care about me, especially online. People don't care about me. They care about the information, and they want to know. They want to educate themselves. And once they know that I can provide that information or they get that information, then I can stay in touch with them. And a lot of agents are on the other side say, no, it's all about me. It's about me. They want to work with me. So what are your thoughts on the branded versus unbranded?
1: Well, it it, it all comes down to the the scenario where you're mailing out postcards um, with eight different impressions. Okay, so maybe like over the course of six months, you're going to hit a neighborhood eight different times. Well, if that's the case and if you've sold homes in that neighborhood before, that's really important because then you're a trusted local person and everyone from community message boards to uh, local, you know, referrals, all that's going to depend on your personal uh, your name and your reputation so in that scenario uh, personal branding is very important along with your cop you know copy and message uh, whereas with you Ryan you know you have a much wider audience it's not you know geographically targeted um, you know for the most part and you know people are more looking for a trusted source of information which you are but your website is more of the source as opposed to your personal brand right um, now now you know your your name's out there and you do a good job and you know if people want that information uh, or research the level of credibility with you and what you do uh, it's out there right. but it's not the driving factor yep. you know you're you're not getting referrals it's more about the the great work you do on, on the web and uh, it's a different uh,
0: scenario okay so you had mentioned, you said eight pieces in six months. Do you, is there an ideal number? Is there something that you know that works or is too much or isn't enough for people if they are sending out mailing pieces?
1: Well, you know, it, it really depends on the area. And, and this is something that I think the realtors are usually really adept in, in deciding for themselves. Um, for example, if, if you've got, you know, a one-time, uh, you know, huge opportunity that you've got to get the word out and, and just, you know, basically just... Uh, Drive as many responses as quickly as possible. You may only want to do, you know, a one-time mailer. You know, mm-hmm. if you've got like this this one property that it's a really great commission or, or something like that, and you, you've got to move it, you think it'll sell quickly, then you could do an, a really an aggressive offer um, that'll just get your phone to ring as much as possible, or you know, get as many clicks to your site as possible. Whereas if you're trying to establish yourself in a community, that's a longer-term goal, right? right? So if you want to be the go-to realtor or you know maybe several neighborhoods or something like that, that's where you need to farm the area, as they say, and yep. really build that over time. Uh, pick up a house here or there, sell a house here or there. Um, and that that's something you can't do overnight, whereas um, kind of a, a big promotional campaign you can sometimes accomplish in one mailer um, if, if you plan it out and do it correctly.
0: Right. So for you, I mean, as a on the consumer end of it, because you're not a real estate agent, what would you say is the biggest mistake that you see that agents make in their marketing materials?
1: Well, you know, my wife and I, we just bought a home, um, you know, in December of 2012. Um, It was our our first home purchase, Um, got a nice little place on the golf course, and uh, we love it. But what really, really made the difference was we went to an open house and randomly met a realtor. This is no joke. We just showed up in an open house. My wife liked how the the home looked from the outside. And we just stopped while we were driving out one day. And we met this guy named Mark, and he was the most non-aggressive, nice, and really disrespectful person. And, you know, when when you walk into a situation like that, you're expecting, you know, uh, a hawk to you know come down from the sky and just scoop you up (laughs) and sell you no matter what it takes. But he... Took the different approach. We started getting letters in the mail that were hand signed. We got, uh, you know, things via email where it was just like, you know, hey, um, here's why it's a good time to buy right now. And you know, obviously, the U.S. housing market has had its ups and downs, so it was kind of nice to get some information about that. And um, what what really made the difference is when when we looked into this guy Mark online, all anyone said about him was exactly what we were feeling. Uh, you know, he communicated, um, respect and non-aggressiveness and a willingness to do whatever it took to make sure we were happy making a good decision. And that was critical, uh, as a first time home buyer, that the fact that somebody was looking after your best interest and not just trying to make a sale, yeah. um, especially for the first timers, I think you you're, you're so worried that you're going to make, um, you know, um, you know, sometimes a half a million dollar mistake, right? Um, And that, that really strikes fear into people. So what I would say is whatever your personal brand is, however you want to communicate, make sure you do it in every, across all mediums. When you're in front of people, when you're on the phone with people, and when you can't be there, whether it's in the mail, you know, via email on your website uh, or anything else, make sure that that message, that tone, that, image and brand that you want to project make sure uh whether you speak it or write it that it's consistent because that's what will ultimately win you over clients and um you know really further your own personal brands.
0: okay yeah it's it's Totally true. I just actually just taught us a class this morning for agents about uh, open houses and we were talking about the strategies in different ways and the old school way of doing it is going right in for the kill. Are you working with an agent? Sign up here, give me your right. name, give your information, and we were talking about how important it is to connect with them first before you even go for a sale. And it's that's the same way with marketing, and I that's feel right. that you, you need to build that trust. You have to people that's do business right. with people they know, like and trust. And if you can't do that, they're not gonna want to work with you.
1: Exactly. And here, here's a great example of that. Once once you sell a client, uh, that's great. But that's just the beginning of your relationship with that client. If you, if you cut off ties there, you're 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 in a world of trouble in, in terms of where you could be if if you maintain that effort. Um, you know, our realtor, you know, writes us letters. You know, uh, we're expecting our first child. We get letters from him. He invites us over uh, with his partner, uh, you know, to have wine and dinner uh, on occasion. Yeah. and and once a year, he does he, he pays for and hosts an event for all his clients and prospects, and he just covers he he picks up the tab and he just does it because we've helped him and he wants to return the favor. And um, God knows, I've referred uh, my my parents who had bought and sold a home for for my grandma in the area. They used him. Uh, we referred some of our friends who are our age and just kind of you know. Uh, we're we're all young thirty somethings and and uh, and that kind of thing. So everyone's buying homes now. Yeah. Um, and that would not happen if he did not care about us. I guarantee you it. So um, when when your clients start to think of you as a friend and not as a salesman, you're you're on the right track.
0: Yeah. So okay, so I want to switch gears for a second here. In our industry, we. Um, we have people for sale by owners, they try to sell it themselves, and we know that most of them aren't going to do it themselves. We know that 90% of them never end up doing it. They end up listing with an agent because they can't do it. It's a lot harder. There's more to it. So in your industry, do you find that a lot where people try to write their own ads or try to write their own copy? And do you you see where like a lot of people make similar mistakes or what what kind of stuff do you see people doing when they do it themselves?
1: Yeah. You know, everyone, I think at least it's kind of like writing a resume or something like that. Everyone thinks they can do it themselves, but when you sit down and try to do it, everything just freezes. And then, you know, five minutes later, you're on Google looking for examples, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and stuff like that, and it, it, it's just uh, a race to the bottom from there. Um, but, you know, that's not to say everyone falls in that category. I mean, there's certainly some very skilled, you know, writers or, or realtors that have backgrounds in marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking... Realtors look at, at things from a, um, a narrow perspective. Um, they're too close to it, is what I like to tell people. When you're so close to something, and your commissions and, and you know, bank account and your family, all that stuff's on the line, you tend to be very aggressive and forget about the details, the context that makes copy really effective and what makes it ad really effective. Uh, you may focus on the perils of of trying to sell a home yourself um, or, uh, you know, you start thinking about the negative things. If you don't use me, here's what will happen. If, uh, um, you know, if you do it this way, you know, you can, you know, cost yourself thousands or, you know, it, it, it sometimes turns negative because realtors have so much experience, they look at the problems that not doing things with them presents, right? Right. Whereas I find a much more, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm searching for the word here. I guess it's funny as a copywriter, but <laughs> um, a, a much a much more warm and inviting way to um, communicate with a prospect would be to say, "Look, um, you can certainly do this yourself, but when you work with me, here's what I guarantee, or here's what I deliver." Mm-hmm. And you know, by the way, here's 50 clients I've worked with that will vouch for me. That's something where you're shifting it off of the negatives of doing something. And this is all done through the power of copy. You're shifting the, the tone from a negative where if you don't do this, be scared, or if you don't do this, you'll cost yourself. And if you, don't want to, if you don't want to work with me, fine, but all I ask is that you give me a chance to show you what I can do for you. Right. Um, I've, I do this for a living. Your interests are my number one priority. Um, and I've got all these satisfied clients that'll vouch for that, um, you know, let's at least talk. Mm-hmm. And that's a much more inviting way to get someone to call you or click through on your website than saying, you know, you can't do this. You're not good enough or you don't know how,
2: yep. right? Uh, so, uh,
1: um, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, is I, I laugh because a lot of agents will say, you gotta listen to me because I know how to do, I know how to sell real estate. And I know how to right. sell homes and I'm gonna get you the most amount of money. And that they leave out the importance of copy and they don't understand the importance of how a well-crafted letter, a well-crafted email, well-crafted website copy can help sell right. them. And they won't pay for someone yep. to do it. They'll say, oh, I'll just figure it out myself or I'll write it. I'll get a friend to review it or write it. Yep. And they're doing the same it. thing that they say that homeowners shouldn't do is they shouldn't be selling themselves because I'm going to get them more money And a well-crafted uh, marketing program, a well-crafted website can get them even more money just by making small changes. So it, it, it's funny because a lot of agents don't understand that.
1: Yeah, and you know, it, again, it, this this isn't about you know. Uh, a lot of agents will say that, and then they'll look how many houses I sold. Um, but the real question is, how many houses didn't you sell? Exactly. You know. Yeah. It's what are you leaving on the table? You know, you're you're obviously you know. Most realtors, let's face it, are good at their jobs, you know, if they put effort into it and they really care. They're good at their jobs. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll get by. They, they might have some big sales once in a while and feel great about it. But really, that's not what copywriting is about. Copywriting is about optimizing what you do to get the best results and doing it in a way that can be split-tested. You know, you can, you can put the same offer out there, um, you know, on the web, right, and just change a couple words here or there and you you may through rate uh if you have a yellow colored uh image on one page and you switch to a blue colored image on another that might perform better so there's a there's a science to everything accepting the fact that you're not going to write your own copy doesn't mean you're a bad realtor a lot of realtors again you know they they just want to do everything themselves they think they're the best no one else understands but you know, that's not the point. The point is, um, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are at selling homes. It doesn't matter at all. It, it's not related to writing copy that connects with people. Um, all that does is give you credibility as someone who can sell a home. It doesn't tell them why they should go with you. Uh, selling homes is not enough. It's, it's um, you know, it's more about why should you be the one to sell their home as opposed to these 12 other realtors who say they do
0: the same thing? Yep. So for numbers wise, because I mean, a lot of agents want to know their bottom dollar, what kind of return on investment do you see? Or what would you say people come in to before they work with you? And what kind of return on investment can they get by doing the proper split testing and doing the right type of marketing? What kind of difference do you see?
1: Oh, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, there's people that that have no idea um, what they're doing. Um, it, there's so many variables there. You know, uh, it, it's very hard to answer that question. You know, I, I have people that uh, you know they'll tell me that uh, you know, you know they've you know doubled or tripled their conversion rates on a form on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or other people just say, "Look, now I'm emailing people um, with an autoresponder email campaign." And I used to do nothing. Right. So obviously, <laughs> you know, anything is yeah. going to be an improvement of, yeah. compared to what they didn't have before. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, advertising, advertising, is, you know, I'm I'm an honest guy. I never guarantee results or uh, response rates. It's more about um, how can you improve, you know, the variables out there like your competitors, your reputation, uh, how often you do something. Um, you know, whether you cut corners on this or that, all those things ultimately affect your your conversion rates and success. Um, Copywriting is just one of those elements that uh, can have a large immediate impact. Uh, If anyone ever guarantees you anything in advertising when it comes to response rates uh, or conversion rates, you know, run as fast as you can because (laughs) all they want is your money. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way to do it. It's it's advertising. Um, All you can do is, you know, put your best foot forward and then scientifically uh, split test different ideas and ads and then eventually what happens is you get to a really well oiled machine that really consistently drives results.
0: Yeah. And that's I was gonna just mention that as a lot good advertising is advertising that you can measure. And a lot of the yep. old school stuff is Put it up an ad in the paper, and they no one, no one even knew how much money they spent. A friend of mine, she spent over ninety thousand dollars a year, and she cut it out. She was doing print advertising, yep. newspapers, and she stopped it. And she said it didn't make any difference in her business. Then I have another friend who does right. he does direct response marketing, and he tracks. He was actually on the show. It's Chuck Charlton, and he knows when I spend this much money, I get this much back in business, and I can turn it up and I can turn it down. And he has basically he knows he's got it so down to a pat or ba- down to a science that he knows. When I do this, this is what the results I get. And that only comes from understanding your marketing, understanding the changes, and tracking and tweaking those numbers. And that that's what excites me about it. For the people, some, like I'm a numbers guy, and some people can't stand that. But if you can yep. get just a simple grasp of just the basic numbers, you can make a world of difference in your marketing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and the other thing um, worth mentioning uh, in this day and age is you know, a lot of the realtors are doing Google pay-per-click ads. Yeah. Right? And, you know, don't forget, people click ads are just copy. Um, When you're, you know, searching for, you know, if if I go on Google and type in uh, Realtor Ontario and I see a bunch of Realtor ads come up, you know, some are going to say, you know, the best Realtor in Ontario, um, you know, the other one will say, you know, um, free consultation. You know, all that is copy-driven. And what you can do is now with the digital platforms like Google and other You know, paid search formats. You can quickly split test ads and see what works. So you may find out that offering a Google free consultation type ad uh, outperforms a um, you know free market report uh, on the same ad by a two-to-one ratio. And from there, it's just a simple math equation, right? So um, now more than ever, this stuff is more important. So uh, it, it. on a daily basis, impacts your business.
0: And the nice thing now too is it's that much more in a, or, um, inexpensive to test because you have online means. You can go and spend fifty bucks, hundred bucks, test something and get an idea of what it's working. Whereas before, when it was just print, it would you'd have to do a large run, send it out, wait for the responses, and come back. But you can get almost instant responses and kind of get an idea of where it's going and make simple changes quickly. Whereas in the past, that, it was a much right. tougher and, to do.
1: That's right, and I I would uh, I would I would recommend that realtors contact you about that because you're right. Um, You can instantly, uh, you know, uh, at least within a couple of hours, split test different copy on Google, and you may find, you know, okay, so you find that version A outperforms version B, but when they click on your ad, where do they go? They go to your website, right? And then you you should split test that too. You know, send them to two different landing pages. And then you, you find out there's maybe version B outperforms version A on the landing page. Yeah. And what you do is eventually you know that for every thousand clicks you get, you know, 20 convert into, you know, paying clients. Yeah. So um, that's really what it's all about, um, you know, um, when it comes to copy. Uh, but again, just to reiterate, you know, copy not only doesn't drive the response, but it also uh, furthers your image as a professional.
0: Absolutely. and. It's funny because I, I tell agents, you need to test it on a smaller market, see if it works before you spend a lot of money. I had a friend, he went out and bought and spent uh, five 5,000 postcards and then just sent them out in one blitz. and I'm like, you don't even right. know if, if that was a good postcard, if it works or if it doesn't work because you've never tested it before. You came up with the concept. I'm like, you would have been better to send out 100 postcards, print off a small batch, send them out, try something different send out a hundred postcards, send it in, or go online. You can use online copy to test before you do print advertising. So if you're doing online, if you're doing newspaper ads or if you're doing park benches or billboards, which I don't usually suggest, but before you don't, like most people don't even know if their calls to actions are working, if what they are, their offer is worth it. So I always say go online, you can do for very inexpensively, you can test things. And then before you spend a lot of money on other higher paid uh, marketing materials
1: exactly you want to test it and just remember um the the question to always ask is what's in it for them yep. you know so like if you got you know if a pizza place sent you a list of items and prices in the mail and when you got that you said okay you know here's the prices what what it would on that offer or what on that uh rate sheet i should say is going to make you pick up the phone and call whereas you know if uh you get another one from a compete, you know, computing pizzeria and it says, you know, call today, buy one, get one free pizza. Which one are you gonna call? Right? Yep. It's it's all about, you know, the call to action, what's gonna drive a response. It's it's really uh, it's so obvious a lot of people miss
0: it, I think. Yep. So what I wanna do too is I'm gonna let people know we're gonna have you back on uh, at another episode and we're gonna kinda maybe go more in depth into actually writing the ads and what's important. So today's just kind of more of an overview, just to get people Aware of copywriting, and how important it is. So, hold tight. We will have you back on, and we'll talk more about the copywriting. So, just want the listeners to know. So, if if yeah, you, that, sorry, go ahead. That sounds great, Ryan. Okay, good. So, if if you were an agent, where would you say the three plat, three top platforms you would be spending your money on for marketing? Um. So I'm I'm going to
1: put a caveat to that. So let <laughs> let's say I'm a realtor focused on a local market. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe there's uh, a series of neighborhoods where I want to really grow my brand. So three things I would do, uh, geo-targeted pay-per-click ads from Google. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, that's something you can do. And, you know, you crank up the foster or crank it down depending on your budget and how it's performing. So pay-per-click ads, I would always do direct mail. I still think putting a physical piece in somebody's hands and forcing them to decide, do I want this or not? Is very powerful. Right. Um, and I, I'm in my you know younger 30s. I'm you know a very tech savvy guy. Um, you know uh, I'd probably die without my smartphone. <laughs> but uh, trust me, when when direct mail is done right, there's very few things more powerful. It's physical. It forces someone to interact with your offer. Yep. Um, and that comes from my experience as a marketing executive as well. Um, you know, it's the backbone of every ad campaign is direct mail. Yep. And the other thing I would do is really focus on on-page optimization. Um, you know, that, that's where I would spend the rest of my time, and here's why. Uh, you know, back in 2006, SEO and website, you know, link building and stuff like that was really just a numbers game. How, how many links could you spam out there? How many articles could you throw up overnight? Uh, and you'd see your rank go up in Google organically. Well, that is no longer the case. It's, it hasn't been that way for a while now. And now, SEO is about on-page on optimization, so making your making sure your website is designed well and uh, constantly updated with relevant content. And it's also about quality, the quality of the content that you put on your website and and out across the web, you know, from articles to infographics and stuff like that. Um, that stuff is critical to your success. If you have a high-quality website with high-quality content, Google will recognize it. Uh, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but over time, Google will recognize you as an authority. And any social integration you can build into that, you know, like sharing links and stuff like that, is only going to help you as well. Okay. So, just to recap, my three critical, critical, must-do marketing platforms would be pay-per-click ads, uh, direct mail. Um, and this is would be multiple impression direct mail, and on site uh, page optimization slash SEO.
0: Awesome, and those are all services you help people with, right?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, now uh, I I work with people, um, you know, on the copywriting side of things. You know, I'm not going to build your website yep. from scratch. I'll get you the right content and copy to put on there. Um, you know, so that's really my focus is the copywriting. Yep. You'll want to work with a designer or web designer to
0: to do the rest. Okay. At the end of the show, we'll put a link at the bottom as well, so you can get more information as well. Um, just if if you were to pick a niche or a niche, because you're American, we're a niche up here in Canada. If you were to pick one, what yep. would you? <laughs> what, what would uh, what would be yours?
1: Um, are you just asking me in general? or yeah. as, as If you were an agent to a realtor? Yeah.
0: No, if you yeah, are, if you were an agent, if in yeah. real estate
1: yeah it, if I was an agent, I would probably I would probably make myself the king of first-time home buyers because I think that is a unique market and a unique opportunity that um, a lot of people overlook because it's not the big money. Um, but I'll tell you what there's a lot of um, you know uh, folks like me you know that are late 20s, early 30s to the ranks of you know management and executive positions. They're getting the itch to start families and things like that. So I always thought, uh, not only is it fun to work with uh, first-time home buyers because I think they're excited and they're, here's the other thing to that, right? The younger the demographic you're working with, the more they will spread the word online and share and, and do stuff on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. So you've got a built-in you know, marketing yeah. vehicle uh, because they're so tech savvy. So for those reasons I, I'd be I try to be the king of first time home buyers.
0: Perfect. So maybe if you ever become an agent we'll help you with that.
1: <laughs> I would certainly hope so, and maybe that's my second career, we'll see.
0: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna wrap up quickly. So uh, two things. Normally I wrap up with a golden nugget, I'm gonna get to that, but I wanna ask you because a lot of agents don't know where to start with copywriting. So if they were starting, is there any resources where people can read or books to check out or anything like that where people if they want to know a little bit more or maybe want to see the errors they're making other than checking out your website?
1: Yep, barteract.com. So, is
0: there any other resources that people could check out to get a handle on uh, copywriting?
1: And he, he's really aggressive, so you have to take him with a grain of salt. But uh, his name is Dan Kennedy. Uh, I bet you a lot of the realtors out there have heard of him. Yes. Uh, you know, go to Amazon and uh, check out some of the books he's written. Uh, he does a lot of eBooks. Um, but Dan Kennedy is my all-time favorite copywriter. He's just, uh, he's so blunt and straightforward, it, it just works for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, a lot of people think he, he's a little bit too aggressive, <laughs> but um, either way, the, the concepts he uses, I think, um, uh, you know, cross those kind of barriers and, and can be helpful to anybody. So, I would start with him and then, you know, look, you know, browse the web, find out, you know, what are your favorite websites? You know, what realtors do you think do a really good job? And then ask yourself, why do I think that? Right. You know? Um, you know just do a little bit of research in your own backyard and, and see what appeals to you and um, then come up use that and, and some of the the advice and tips from the pros to decide you know um, can I really do this myself
0: or should I go to bardirect.com? perfect <laughs> perfect so why don't you give us a golden nugget so if someone is thinking about doing some copywriting or when they do hire you what's some good advice for people to take away from
1: yeah. Um, my golden nugget would just be this, um, always be positive, um, in everything you do. Um, you know, copywriting is no exception. Uh, people respond to positivity. Um, you know, um, you know, it's, uh, I really believe in that, the, the power of positive thinking. So in everything you do, try to keep the approach positive. And as far as, you know, if you have one takeaway from this, uh, podcast, uh, don't be afraid to reach out for help um i know a lot of us think we can do it all ourselves and you know we have our egos involved and that's cool i i get that and there's a place for it but don't be afraid to make connections and work with others um you know if if something goes wrong in your house you know you may not always be the best person to fix it right you know sometimes you gotta call the plumber so um that's my takeaway just be open uh to trying new things even if you've been selling homes for 20 years and uh, and see if it makes a difference. If it doesn't, uh, you maybe add a few bucks. But hey, uh, at least you tried and you know a boatload of leads or, or clients uh, as a
0: result. Yep, yeah, that's great advice. So yeah, well, for people are trying to check you out. It's Bar Direct, so it's B A R R Direct dot com. So you're gonna put up a special link for everyone. You'd said it was Bar Direct dot com backslash the niche agent. So tell people a bit about that's what's right. going to be on there. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the the special page just for this audience, uh, for the niche agent, uh, and I say niche because I am American. And I'll, I'll let you
0: have that. <laughs> yeah, if people want to get a hold of you, I can tell you, I've worked with you directly. Your rates are very affordable, and it's not just about the affordability. You're good at what you do, and it's definitely valuable and definitely worth checking out. So if you are on the fence, give it a shot. I you know You have different packages and different levels, so if people are interested, uh, they can check you out there. Is there any other way they can get a hold of you or find out what you're doing?
1: Yeah, um so you know you can you can email me right from the site or just fill out a form um, and and we can talk and again you know let, let's just chat if you're just interested in this you know you don't have to buy anything right away let's just chat about your project what you're looking to do and I'll I'll be straight up honest with you if if I think I can help I'll tell you and I'll give you a price and if I can't I'll say you know uh, I can't do this or you you're already doing a great job and you probably don't need it. Awesome. So I'm very honest and and you know uh, you know I I speak the truth uh and again, it's agent. And uh, on that page, there's going to be discounted rates. If you want to try out copywriting with me, uh, there's going to be discounted rates that you can only get uh, as a member of uh, you know this. Community that Ryan's building and uh, and doing a great job doing so. I might
0: add. Great, I appreciate it. Uh, you cut out there when you said it. So it was bardirect.com backslash the niche agent, just so people do hear it. So Chris, thank you for being That's on the right. show. We do appreciate it, and uh, we're definitely gonna have you back on. So we're gonna go more in depth with it. So what I might do too is put up something where people can ask questions or anything specific. So maybe I'll start creating sure. a list of questions or ideas or things like that, and then we can compile that. So, so the next time you're on, people can have get their uh, questions answered.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. And and in fact, if your listeners want to actually send you examples of what they've put out there, whether it's an email or a postcard, uh, we can actually look at some real examples and critique them. And let's get people into this, and uh, um, I'll I'll do some real-world examples the next time we get together.
0: Awesome. That'd be great. And we'll, yeah, we'll do a makeover for someone.
2: (laughs) All right. Take care. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye.